People in positions of power are engaged in idolatry and utter threats against Christians. It can seem overwhelming and hopeless, but Jehovah's will and ways are perfect. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Listen to these words from the great reformer Martin Luther. Christ with his Holy Spirit surely was with his own and sustained Christian faith in them. Although all spiritual life was very weak, as in the time of Elijah, when 7,000 were preserved in such weakness that Elijah himself thought he alone was a Christian. Hear now from God's Word, holy, inerrant, and infallible, as we have it recorded for us in the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19, verses 9 and 10. Then he came there to a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. And he said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? He said, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the sons of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Queen Jezebel was a wicked woman. She continued in the worship of Baal, And she used her power to attack those who were faithful to our triune God. And she had sent a message to Elijah that she was going to take his life in the next 24 hours. This faithful and bold man of God ran for his life. He got as far away from Jezebel as he could. And then he asked Jehovah to take his life. Why? What caused the prophet, the one filled with zeal for the glory of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to panic, to flee, to even desire death from the Lord? What caused him to be so discouraged and without hope? Well, among other things, the evil of Jezebel and the history of her wickedness, the rebellion of so many among Israel, the covenant people of God. Elijah only partially understood the will and ways of Jehovah, and likely he was forgetting the past mercies of God. In a word, He relied on his subjective feelings and not the objective truth of God. He felt that in all Israel, he alone had remained faithful. His feelings about this were so strong, he repeated the words that we have in verse 10 once again to the Lord in verse 14. The reality, however, was far different than his feelings, and his feelings were without evidence. But nonetheless, the reality was different. And God told him so. He says in verse 18, Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. The Apostle Paul cites this text and this historical event in Romans chapter 11. And he does so answering the question about whether God has rejected his people. And he says that in his day, just like in Elijah's, there is a remnant according to God's gracious choice. Whether in Elijah's day... Paul's, or our own, the faithful followers of King Jesus can be guilty of being discouraged 
and of losing hope. We feel like all is lost. But we don't live by every feeling that comes out of the heart of man. Instead, we live on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. He promises that amidst tribulation, persecution, famine, peril, and sword, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.